Hi guys and welcome back to my podcast, Life as a Single Christian Mom. I want to welcome those of you joining me for the very first time. My name is Madeline and during these podcasts, I'll be talking about life experiences and things that have happened and also giving advice on what this journey has looked like. So I am super excited because this is going to be a little bit different Um, and I have like different things like every time that I do a podcast like I like to write first you know whatever um, is coming to my heart whatever I read in my Bible you know just I really like to um, pour my heart into what I am doing and what I'm saying and I don't ever want to rush anything with you beautiful ladies you know so um when I was feeling like the Holy Spirit was like guiding me to just like speak about my journey I'm like what <laughs> like what what do you want me to say you know and um it's so crazy because this is it this is going to be um I believe episode 12 and I don't know if you guys noticed that on my most recent one for Wonder Woman I didn't put a number to it so I didn't put like episode 11 you know so this is gonna be episode 12 and I'm like you really want me to talk about myself and not like in a veiny way like I want you guys to know who I am where I come from my family um, just like my life you know and um and it, usually you would think that this would be something that you do in the beginning of a series or something but I just really have been feeling led to just open up to you and um, you guys have been on this journey with me 12 episodes in and I'm just so excited for what God is doing and um, where he's taking me who he's removing from my life who he's adding in my life and I'm just so thankful because I know that the woman that I am right now and the woman that I'm uh, growing into, there's still so much more that God is doing, you know, and I know that he's not done, but I know that I'm not the one, the woman who I was five years ago, even at the beginning of this year of 2020. So again, I just really want to dive in deep into who I am, just open up with you guys um, because you don't know who's who has similar backgrounds and even if it's not like uh, like so identical but there's like things that have happened maybe in my life that you can be like okay i i am going through that i went through that you know so i don't know i'm just gonna i don't i haven't written anything down i'm gonna be super honest with you guys so i'm totally just going to um let my heart speak and whatever comes out of my mouth you know like whatever I speak to you guys I really hope that it touches somebody I really hope that maybe there's breakthrough for you maybe um you are going through something you're like nobody's nobody's ever been through this or whatever you know like there's so many um things that we go in in our lives that happen in our lives and we think that nobody else has gone through it because maybe they haven't spoken about it or you know just maybe they're embarrassed to talk about it I don't know you know 
So again, I, like I said, I want to dive in deep and just like dig into my life and just like open up myself to you guys um, and just go from there. So you guys know my name is Madeline. Um, a lot of people call me Maddie and it's so funny because I people didn't start calling me Maddie until honestly five years ago in August will be five years so in August of 2015 that's when people started calling me Maddie and um at first I was like Ugh, you know because it sounds like a little girl's name <laughs> to me at least and um and it was for so long it was always Madeline like I've never had anyone give me a nickname like and it just it just never happened like all growing up it was always Madeline 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 or in high school if you guys went with me to high school um, it was always Princess Madeline <laughs> for the longest and um, but always Madeline it was never um, a nickname so again uh, in 2015 in August 2015 is when the name the nickname Maddie came about so it just stuck with it um, and I adjusted and here it is now um, so yeah so I am 29 years old I am going to be 30 in October I uh, come from a very big family it is three boys and three girls and I am the oldest of the girls um, I was born in New York and I moved down to Florida I believe it was in 2003 so I like I said I was born in New York I love New York I try to go back once a year my dad is still there my parents are divorced they've been divorced for about 10 years and um, like I said I come from a big family so my dad is still there in New York I have a lot of cousins a lot of family and my mom and my other siblings are all here um, so in my family it's my older brother me a pair of twins so my brother and sister and then my little sister and my little brother and um can i say that we get along 24 7 no but growing up they especially the twins they were always my best friends and depending whose mood was in what <laughs> my sister and i were always ganging up on my brother um so yeah it was just it was just fun growing up like we always had all the kids in our in our home just like because we obviously had the most siblings and like in our house in New York we had like a huge yard and just so much um, like we had like the little basketball hoop thing we had like the swing set you know and it was like we lived like at the bottom of the hill so at the top of the hill they had all the kids and there was a cul-de-sac so we would all day up and down that hill you know especially during the summers which those were some of the best memories and thinking about it now I'm just like oh, I'm smiling because I had such a good time being a kid in New York like it was so much fun um, there was so much love and I just really am thankful for um, the childhood my parents gave me because when we lived in New York, we always took at least two vacations a year. You know, we came down to um, New York. I mean, we came down to Florida every 
Christmas for the holidays and then for the summer we would always be doing something and again I'm just so thankful for my parents because they really set a foundation in um, love respect um, hard work you know my parents worked very very hard and I'm so thankful for all the experiences we got to experience um, and growing up we did go to church so I'm gonna break that down a little bit for you guys so I was originally baptized Catholic right so I was baptized Catholic and I went to the Catholic Church with my mom my mom is Catholic my dad is Christian so every Sunday our home would be divided you know if I'm being quite honest like our home would be divided my dad would go go to church by himself to a Christian church by himself and my mom would go to a Catholic church and growing up like when I was little I never really understood it it was just weird you know because it was like oh daddy's gonna go to his church and we're gonna go to church with my mom my aunts cousins whatever etc you know but then after church per Sunday every Sunday we would always go have family dinner um, and we would always go out to eat every Sunday you know so that is what I grew up with and I look again growing up and seeing that I was like kind of like okay like I didn't under I didn't comprehend what was going on you know I just went with the flow you follow my mom and that's it you know and when I tell you we were in church oh my gosh we were in church Friday Saturday <laughs> Sunday like we were at Ciclo de Oración Friday nights boy from like 7 p.m to who knows when and then saturday we was always doing something with the church family and then sundays we were up in church early in the morning and i don't know how my mom did it because at that time it was four of us you know and then my little sister came because we're there's quite an age gap between all of us but yeah um it was just wild because I just think about it like we were all little kids and my mom was dragging us out of the house and then finally when my little sister came along it's just I don't know how she did it you know so um so yeah so then we moved down to and I'll tell you a little bit because I'm just feeling it in my heart um we always had that foundation of praying that's one thing that um my parents both came into agreement with with the power of prayer and that's what i feel and i know that the power of prayer works when you pray when you pray those prayers like and i'm not talking about thank you jesus for the food blessed food in the mighty name of jesus amen like, i'm not talking about that i'm talking about those deep like prayers like when you like when you're speaking with confidence and you're going to god with confidence like i say this story because you know i have a little sister um if you want to use the word uh special needs you know we can go ahead and use that um i don't know what the right terminology is because i never saw my sister like that like again we didn't grow up with um seeing color seeing people for disabilities seeing people for their social status we just saw people with for like for who they were for their hearts and my parents like if you guys ever meet my parents or have ever met my parents they're one of the most giving people most loving people 
most um I don't know they just always like I remember always in New York and here in, in Florida too they, they were just so giving and they would always welcome their home did not matter to who you were you you know you always had a place at our table at home you know there was always food for you or a place so you can sleep you know but anyways, I say, going back a little bit, um, with the power of prayer. So my little sister was born with special needs. And I remember, um, I think, I believe I'm eight years older than her. Because she's 22, I'm 29. So I can't even do the math right now. So is that seven years, right? And I work with numbers all day, guys. So <laughs> excuse that my brain is fried right now. But um yeah my sister was born uh, excuse me my mom was four months pregnant and i remember her coming home and speaking about that the doctor had told her that um she should get an abortion because my sister was going to be born um with like her back open and she was not like as soon as she was born she wasn't gonna live you know and the doctor told her that she should get an abortion because um you know of all the complications and this is if she does survive she's only probably going to survive for a few hours and if she does survive longer than that she's going to be wheelchair bound like speaking all these ill things and like i get it it's the medical field you know so you gotta say the facts and stuff but my parents believe so much in god that they said no and they decided to go forth with my little sister you know and have that blessing so my little sister was born with spina bifida you know you know she had so many different surgeries too many for me to even count and i just remember that time like my family had so many prayer nights so many people coming over to pray so many things that they did together and just the power of prayer that's why i believe in prayer i believe in it like i know that god hears our prayers i know that he's real and i know that whatever situation you may be going through pray your way praise your way out of it um and have the belief and just hope and hope and hope and hope in the lord that he's gonna you know take you to that other side so like i said my my sister was born she survived you know now the next thing was oh she's gonna be bound to a wheelchair oh she's gonna not gonna be able to walk and then i just remember because my grandmother would live with us six about six to eight months out of the year and then she would go back to um, Dominican Republic and she like that's my mom's mom so she would live with us and then go back to her country and come back and, and whatever you know so there was a time that I'll never forget that I was coming home from school fast forward a little bit I was coming home from school and my family was praying so much that my little sister would be able to walk you know because they believed that God was gonna do it and I'll never forget, I was coming home from school, just getting off the bus, because like our home was not the corner home, but the one next to the corner, if that makes sense. So we could see from where our bus stop was to our house. So I remember getting off the bus, I could see my grandmother outside and my little sister, and I'm walking, and then my grandmother puts my little sister down, and I see her take her first steps. 
And when I tell you, I rem- I'm seeing it now in my mind, and I remember running to my sister and just being so overwhelmed and knowing that God really is real. You know, knowing that He really did this miracle. You know, like I'm like, oh my gosh, like my God, you are real, you are. And you know, in the word it says to have that childlike faith, you know. So when we get older, we like I'm thinking about it now and I'm like the faith that I had then, it's like rebuilding now because I'm like my God did that. You know, my God, all these medical things that they spoke over my sister, God was like, eh, eh, no. Um, and again, like, it's just, I can't explain it, but God, you know. So moving forward, um, yeah, so that was my sister. <laughs> That's the story with my sister and how my how my relationship with God really was like, growing you know because I'm like God you are real you know and I and I'll be honest with you growing up relationship I don't think it was um like how it is now well I know it's not like how it is now because you know obviously you know you have the faith you're a child you really haven't been through much you know what I'm saying you can see what's going on but you know it's it's um it's just a different it's just different, you know, from when you're a child to when you're an adult, when you have experienced so much, it's you lose that childlike faith because you've been through so much, but that's why the word says it, you know, to have that childlike faith because when you're a child, you don't, you don't go through things. So it's so easy for you to believe in God. It's like, okay, think about it like this. It's so easy for when your parents tell you on Christmas, go to sleep because Santa's coming. <laughs> it's so easy for you to believe that Santa is coming. But as an adult, you're like, please, like I'm Santa. There is no Santa you know but that's what I'm trying to give you an example of so anyways we moved down to Florida uh, fast forward we moved down to Florida in 03 summer of 03 actually July 21st of 2003 I believe and um it was just a culture shock for me I would say because it was so different where I'm from in New York it is um a small town it's I want to say that everyone pretty much knows everybody and you I don't know like if it feels home it's small it's 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 different from Tampa I'll tell you that much it's different from Tampa and this in New York where I'm from is super suburbs let's just say that super suburbs and um, coming to Tampa was a very big culture shock for me as a kid and it took some time to adjust because I was used to the same friends like you know from elementary school to middle school there was no you know how Tampa has so many different schools so many different that's not how it is where I'm from in New York like when I tell you I am not from the city <laughs> like I did not I am not a city girl okay like no I like my peace and quiet and that's why I love where I live because <laughs> get me away from the city the further north I'm moving better the better because I don't I don't do well with loud you know I like the peace and quiet that's just how it is you know and I like the family again that's how I grew up all the neighborhood kids in my neighborhood 
um, just felt like one big family. Um, so yeah, so we moved down to Florida and, um, I want to say I was 13 years old when I started making the decision to, I'll never forget, like it, I don't know what came over me, but I remember like standing with this authority and telling my mom on Sunday morning, I'm not going to church with you. I'm going to church with my dad. And I think that like, if I can use this term correctly, all hell broke loose in my house because that was the moment that I think that relation, and I can laugh about it now because honestly, like, it, and I don't like this term, but I'm going to use it. It is what it is, you know? Um, so yeah, I think that's the turning point for the relationship with me and my mom that she was so mad she was guys I, I can't even explain to you she was so mad that i had chosen to go to a christian church and not go to a catholic church with her and my siblings i'll never forget they were like how dare you <laughs> like how dare you betray us <laughs> and i'll just never forget because it was so awkward you know, doing this and going to church with my dad. And I'll never forget, like it was a few services in, you know, I had already started going to church with him more frequently. And I'll never forget, like I gave my life to God and, and I, you know, decided this is, this is home. Like this is home. And, and I'm not here to say, oh, the Christian church is better. The Catholic church is this. I'm not, that's not what I'm doing. Listen, as long as you believe in God and you're, you know, you're seeking him, that's all, you know, like everything else is extra because we are the church. The church is the people, you know, this is a church right now because you're listening. I'm speaking, you know, this is a church. This is where we, we come together. You know, the church is the body of Christ, like all of us united, you know, it's not these labels that people to me in my head want to put you know to make others feel some type of way it is what it is you know so please you know let's i'm just saying what specifically it is to give you guys how i grew up and where i am now in my life anyways so moving forward um yeah so i started going to church again my 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 life to to god and i was like this is yeah this is me this is what i'm gonna do i'm a christian now and i walked around so proudly you know what i'm saying like i was like i'm a christian and you know not really realizing what i what that meant i was again i was 13 years old and i was just so influenced too like i'll tell you what like it was so it was so easy to, when you're around believers to be like super like into god and and just going after him and chasing after him but then reality hits when you're in that real world like when you are in front of people when you are in front of your classmates when you are facing situations and i was not strong uh, i did not have that willpower to like how i have it now you know, I did not have that willpower at 13, 14, 15, 16, all these ages to make the right decisions. I didn't. My faith 
you know, was not as strong. I'll tell you what. So I gave my life to God at 13. Um, I remember parents saying they wanted to get divorced at 16. And that played such a huge role in like my decision makings. And I'm not blaming my parents' divorce for anything. But I'm just saying it was such a huge shock to me because, you know, I never saw my parents argue. I never saw my parents have like these like you know you hear this trauma this childhood trauma stuff like I never saw that um I saw a team I saw my dad you know working nights my mom working days and they were both off weekends and we would you know travel do this brunch dinner stuff together and just like I don't know like it was such a shock for me because I didn't ever think that my parents would ever get divorced ever ever like I never thought that was going to be possible so with that being said you know my dad um was like the watchman you know what I'm saying so I was I'll be honest I've never been afraid of my mom like I've always been afraid of my dad um and not like that fear but I guess it's just like oh don't do that because you know dad don't play type of thing and again let me just clarify my dad never spanked us my dad never put his hand on us my mom on the other hand she would whoop us with those um, chanclas like it was nobody's business you know um, so I don't know why I'm not a, like afraid of her my dad on the other hand I just with that one look I was like oh snap you know um but like he was our watchman and what i mean by that like once my parents got divorced what did that mean my dad moved out my mom was working more she's a single mom to five kids because my older brother um was in the military you know so you got me at 17 the twins at 16 my little sister at 10 and my little brother he was a newborn you know and i am just like I'm running wild, you know what I'm saying? I, I, you know, I never snuck out of my house because my dad was that light sleeper. You, he, he can hear the pen drop. He can hear a, a what is that called? A toothpick drop on the floor because my dad was our watchman. Like he always was the one who was like on top of his daughters. Again, it's three daughters, three boys. My brother, my older brother was away in the military, so my dad was always on us and once that was lifted like oh forget about it we were all running reckless we were all running wild and again now what does that mean i'm not going to church because my mom doesn't go to the catholic i mean my dad my mom doesn't go to the christian church you know my dad um had moved back to new york or was in new york for a while um so yeah it was just it was just a really bad phase like and then I went down to, so I graduated high school, went down to West Palm Beach for school, d- did that for a year. Then I came back to Tampa and it was just like, I was like a hot mess, you know? And then I remember meeting Aiden's dad and it was just, I'll tell you, the first year, pure bliss. And then when I started finding out things that he was doing, the addiction that he had, um, it started turning very abusive just with so much, you know, and I really had to make that decision to leave. 
and I left and I know that for some women it is not that easy it wasn't easy for me want to tell you it was not easy but I mean I had cried out to God so much because I'll tell you what when I was pregnant with Aiden I started seeking God right and I really wanted God's direction because I saw the trouble that I was in with my ex and I saw that he was not good for me at all you know and I'm not here to bash anyone but I'm just speaking my truth and it was such a traumatic experience for me and I remember calling out to God and I remember saying God if I get this job because you know it was going to be more money and more opportunity for me to be truly able to leave and not have any financial ties with him like I was like God please just open this door so I can leave so I can leave him and I remember God opened that door I got that job and I was out I was like peace out (laughs) you know I didn't stay and I remember leaving and just having this fear because he was like showing up to my mom's house at four o'clock in the morning, just like some crazy stuff. I try to get a few restraining orders on him. Um, just so again, very abusive, domestic violence stuff. And it's just like, I don't wish that on anyone, not even on my worst enemy. I don't, you know, and there's so much stuff that I can't even speak of because I have blocked out of my mind and I'm like, God, I don't want to remember that. I don't want to remember that time. I don't want to remember those nights where I remember guys calling my dad and saying, dad, if I die, no, so-and-so killed me. It was that bad, guys. And I don't wish that on anybody. And if you are in that situation, I pray that God gives you the courage to leave. I pray that you don't hold back because of your finances. I pray that you get out because I will tell you, it will get worse. It will get worse. So if it's if you are finding yourself in that situation, it's time to leave, babe. That is not love. That is not love. That is not love. So I moved in with my mom. I had gotten my own apartment, but I was so afraid to be there by myself because of the death threats I was getting, the phone calls I was getting. It was like nonstop, you know, and it was just so much. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to stay here with my mom. I'm going to, you know, go from there and see what happens you know and then I finally you know move on a little bit and I found a nice little place out in Wesley Chapel I did that and then I was able to meet my ex because I started doing Herbalife um which he's the one who Aiden calls dad and he is Adrian's father and again and I've spoken on our story before a little bit but I'm just gonna say this that just because he's not Aiden's biological father doesn't mean anything. He loves Aiden so much and I'm so thankful just because we did not work out. This man has not said ever once, well, that's not my kid. And I'm telling you that's only because of God's grace because I I just can't even explain it, you know? Because the love that he has for Aiden, the love that he has for Adrian, not only that, but his whole family, the love that they have for Aiden. I mean, I think about it and I'm talking to you guys like I don't deserve that. But God's love is so good that he truly has like 
breathe on this whole situation you know because Aiden's father is not in his life Aiden's dad is nowhere to be found you know and that's okay you know because father God is the father of the of the fatherless you know and he's the best father he's the best provider he's the best counselor he's the best mechanic lover he's the best and I really truly feel like the purpose for my ex and I to be together you know aside from having Adrian but he has been there for Aiden you know he has been there he's the one who watches over him so I can go to work at night and just he's there for them he teaches them and like the other day I was praying and I'm like God like I don't deserve this and I I can't even wrap it around my mind like how good you've been but there's a purpose that Aiden is with my ex you know and how he views him and he called and Aiden calls him daddy you know and he's teaching him things as a man that I can't teach him he's doing things with the boys that I can't do for the boys like yes they're my babies and yes that I love them so much and of course who wouldn't want Aiden to have a, a relationship with his um, biological father but this is a thing I refuse to put Aiden in in such a bad position because the things that that his father did say to me and do to me I mean I just I can't you know and he's like I said nowhere to be found and that's okay you know and I rather have Aiden have stability and structure and true love and somebody who's going to just push Aiden and Adrian and I thank my ex for that you know so yeah I'm just I'm like blown away just even speaking to you guys because I'm opening up so much and I know that I'm kind of bouncing around but that's okay wouldn't be Maddie if I didn't do that um so yeah so we didn't work out and then I finally like got my own place um in uh 2017 Oh yeah, I forgot to even go there. I've been at the casino for 10 years, so I work at the casino, and it. I'm just so blessed and so thankful um, for the job that I have because it has opened um, so many opportunities, so many different things, so many outlets for me to do, um, and I'm just, again, so blessed and thankful for, the, for this job. Um, I do work nights so like I've said before I work 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. and it is not easy at all um, working nights if you have never done it I don't think you'll ever understand <laughs> because our bodies are meant to sleep at night right our bodies are meant to sleep at night we are not supposed to be awake all night and functioning during the day like I just and sleeping during the day like it's so wild but I'm again I'm so thankful and I will sacrifice my sleep my time anything for Aiden and Adrian to make sure that they are good um so yeah so I'm just so thankful for that but like I said I've been by myself um since uh 2016 and this singleness season like where I'm at right now I'm just so thankful because you know like I said and I've spoken to you guys about this before like it wasn't easy um 
it, 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 it hasn't been easy, but the more closer that I draw to God, the more closer he's drawing to me. And it's like, like I'm telling you, like, it's just this peace. And it's not that I'm being fake. Like, you know, it's not that I'm like thinking, oh, I'm so holy and so great and so pure. No, because I mess up. Please, I yell at my kids. You know, there's those days that anger gets the best of me. There's those days. But you know what? There's this thing called repent. And I repent and I ask God to forgive me and I ask God to make me better. And I ask God to help me see people the way that, that, um, he wants me to see them to see them for their hearts you know to just to love on them like jesus loves you know just to love on them like if they were my actual brother and sister you know like i said my relationship with my siblings isn't the greatest you know we've had our ups and downs my mom our relationship is not the best i'll admit it right now i are i i'm gonna be super authentic with y'all we haven't gotten along in such a long time and it's not and I refuse to argue with her and I'm not saying that I don't have fault in it because I believe you know there's everyone plays a role in something you know that in a relationship but I just can't you know and for me I'd rather stay away from the toxic just because I think about it like this. I am so fragile in this walk with God that I don't want anybody to taint it. I don't want anybody's opinion. I don't want anybody to say anything that's going to uh, detour me, you know, or sidetrack me or get me back to the old Maddie. Because guess what? The old Maddie was losing her ish, would talk back, would be super wild. And that is not, I don't like that. I don't like her. I don't like that Maddie. You know, I don't like Maddie who's just saying whatever's on her mind and cursing people out and acting reckless and just major attitude and all this. Like, I don't like that. I don't like that and with that there's so much anger and that's where the the enemy came you know I'll be super honest with you guys and only I want to say only two of my girlfriends know this and it's just something very personal but this is why I go deep with God because I know that Satan has been after my life and trying to chase me down for so long and I refuse to go back to the old Maddie I refuse to um, let him have his way with me, you know. So in twenty in two thousand uh, la la in twenty seventeen, I moved into my own place. In March of twenty eighteen, leading up so August of twenty uh, excuse me August of twenty seventeen to leading up to March twenty eighteen, it was bad. When I tell you it was bad for me, like I was going through a very deep depression. A lot of people did not know. I don't think anybody knew. It was so bad that I had to book a flight to go to New York with the boys in March of 2018 because I remember being here in February of 2018 and wanting to take my life away, really having serious thoughts of suicide and I am just like, this is not from God. Like, this is not from God. And again, I was not walking with God. I was not seeking him. I was not, but I was calling out to him because I'm like, where are you? 
where are you? Look at what I'm going through. Look at the feelings I have. I was so into my feelings and I was, my heart was so broken that, and it was just like the salt that was being added to my wounds was so much. And I refused to go back to her. I refused to go back to that. So I booked a flight, went to New York, spent like almost a week and a half. Yeah. Or a whole week in New York with my dad. And I remember being there with my dad and I remember him praying over me. And I remember just feeling like this peacefulness and just thanking God for him and asking God just like show up and show out in my life because I need you now more than ever. These boys need me. You know, I need to be strong. And I didn't know what strong looked like. Everybody else thought I was strong. <laughs> People that were closest to me had no idea. People had, who were closest to me had no idea what I was going through. Um, so I came back from New York and uh, Aiden went back to school. And then I thank God for the woman that he put in that classroom to be his teacher. And I'll never forget, she invited me to church. April 2018, which is someone who I love so dearly. And I thank God for her because she really, truly showed me God's love. And she is a Christian and she invited me to the church that I'm at now. And she never judged me for being a single mom, for whatever. Like she totally just embraced me where I was. And even when I was trying to like push her away because I was like, oh, you are so nice and you being fake. Like that's how I thought. Like I didn't think that people could be that nice. But when you truly have the love of God in you, you can be that nice because he works in your heart constantly. Now, trust me, for me to be where I'm at right now with this niceness and letting go of every offense, letting go of what people try to say about me, letting go of people telling me that I'm hiding behind Bible verses, <laughs> letting go of all that and really just like going to God with every single thing, even in the little and the big is where I've, I've had my breakthrough, where I have been able to be like, I'm just going to love on you. Oh, you just cursed me out. I'm just going to love on you, man. I'm just, because I don't know what you're personally going through. I don't know what you've been through. I don't know if you even know of God, but I'm just going to show you the love of God so you can see love in me. And that's what this person, that's what this woman was to me. And I thank God for her. So she invited me to church April, 2018. Um, I, when I walked into church, I was like, <laughs> I'm home Jesus I'm home like I felt so alive I felt like God thank you and then as you guys know as I spoke last week with Aiden drowning in July of 2018 I had just came back from that conference and you know I I was so new in in my faith like I was such a baby Christian like I didn't know what I was doing but I had laid hands on Aiden and prayed and I don't again I don't have the answers as to why God saved him I don't know why but I thank God that he did because Aiden has a purpose this has a purpose you know so fast forward November of 2018 before Aiden um uh, excuse me before Aiden 
his birthday, so November 2nd, there was a major tornado that came in and it was heading straight for us. And by the, I remember just calling out to Jesus and I could, I looked to my left and the tornado is literally gliding against the wall. How? I don't know, but God, you know, I don't know. I cannot explain these things to y'all. Oh, another story too. Um, let me rewind a little bit, but January 2017, on my mom's birthday, after leaving her birthday dinner, I was hit head on by a drunk driver. He was in his company's, uh, truck, like one of those big U-Haul trucks, you know, to best describe it. I was hit on, um, hit on head first. I was at a stop sign. And the boys were in the back seat. I remember airbags deploying, all the windshield glass shattering, front end coming in. I remember waking up, not hearing the boys crying, and I thought they were dead. I thought they were gone. And I remember just waking up in the adrenaline, like the, the I don't know what was on me, but I remember jumping out, r- running towards the back, you know, pulling Aiden out, like, because he was just in shock, you know? So I pulled him out, carried him, then went to Adrian's side, yanked. I'm telling you, ladies, I pulled the whole car seat out. I'm talking about the base. I'm talking about the car seat was connected to the base. I yanked it out. I don't know how, because, you know, those things are secure in the car, you know? And I don't know how I I laugh about it now, but I don't know how I yanked it out. I don't remember. I remember when the paramedics came and the firefighters and all that. It took my blood pressure and it was like at 185 over something. Like it was just crazy. They're like, man, ma'am, you got to relax, you know? But I'm telling you guys all these things is because I have chosen to follow after God and not blame Him for my circumstances and not blame Him where he like where is he like why is this stuff happening to me i feel like satan was after me so much that he knows what god has for me you know what i'm saying and he wants to get me off track track not only me but he knows y'all's plans too you know but he wants to get me off these plans so much that he's willing to do anything to get me off of it and i'm telling you this I'm chasing after Jesus. (laughs) I'm chasing after Jesus on my good days, on my sad days, on my fun days, on my not so good days. I'm chasing after Jesus because no matter what, if God never decides to bless me again from this point forward, I still have those blessings to look back on that he has been there when he didn't have to be, when I didn't know of him, when I was totally living in the world. So I just thank God for that. I thank God for who he is. I thank God for for just saving me because I'm like, me? Like, I don't think that I'm anybody great. I don't see myself as this, you know, like this woman that, that women come and talk to. You know what I'm saying? Women feel like they can just open up with me. And I'm so thankful for that because... I know what it feels like to be completely alone and have nobody to talk to or feel like you're going to be judged and feel like, you know, 
nobody gets you because that's a minute like if you are the only one who has a kid in your, your friend group other women don't get it like you can't relate to somebody who's never been a single mom or raised by a single mom they just don't get it and it's not their fault they just haven't experienced that you know so it's like who do you talk to who do you talk to when it's just you you know, again, back then, I, I didn't know. But now I find so much comfort in knowing that God is for me. You know, knowing that He is with me. Knowing that no matter what valley I'm walking through, He's going to be there for me. No matter who decides to leave my life, I'm not into the people-pleasing business. Like, no, I'm not going to people-please. I don't care if you're my best friend. I don't care if you're my mother. I'm not going to do it. And it's not that I'm okay with people leaving my life. Don't get me wrong here. So don't twist my words. What I'm saying is that I want what God has for me so bad. I want his blessings. I want his favor. I want his mercy. I want the grace. I want it all, you know. And I want the people who are not going to keep tally marks in my life that remember when I did this for you? Remember when I did this for you? Because guess what? That is not a friend. That is not a friend. When somebody reminds you of your past, it's because they cannot see who you are in your present. When somebody has to remind you of your past, it's because it bothers them of where you are going. And, and I told you, I hold on to my life verse, which is Luke 145. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. I believe in the promises that God has for me. I believe in that. And not only that, Proverbs 31, 25. She is clothed with strength and dignity. She laughs without fear of the future. I am not going to sit here right now and be mad that somebody wants to walk out of my life because I'm chasing after Jesus. If you have a problem with me chasing after Jesus, then we can't be friends, babe. We can't. We can't. I love you, but God bless you. Blessings be unto you. Because guess what? God says it in Proverbs 31. She is clothed in strength and dignity. I am clothed in strength and dignity. And I will laugh without fear of the future. I'm not worried about tomorrow. I'm not worried about who's going to be in my life. Because at my deepest, darkest moments, when I was all alone, it was just me and God. It was just me and God. When I didn't see a way, he made a way. When I didn't know how that bill was going to get paid, he made a way. He allowed for somebody to bless me with some money, with some groceries, with X, Y, Z. So I just want to, you know, and then I'm taking it back to, you know, the whole situation like with my mom and stuff, like we don't get along. And I realize it now as I get, an, get older, like a lot of women don't have really good relationships with their mom. I don't know if that's like a Latin thing. I don't know if that's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, strong women, alpha women thing. I don't know because what gets me is that my mom raised me to be this strong, independent woman. And it's like, now it's like, simmer down, child, simmer down. So it's like, girl, homegirl, you raised me to be like this. Now you don't want me? <laughs> um, 
just like my friends my friend tells me be authentic be real i am being authentic and real but now they're saying i'm hiding behind a mask and hiding behind bible verses so it's like okay um okay i don't comprehend <laughs> but um I'm just going to read to you guys in Psalm 2710, it says, and I'm going to read from the New, Liv New Living Translation, and it says, even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. So if you are going through something similar, like maybe your friends are leaving because you're like, ugh, you know, I don't even know who you are anymore or you think you're better than us, or you don't want to drink with us anymore, you don't want to do this with us anymore, I don't even know who you are, you're not yourself, well, thank God you're not yourself, because they don't know the hell that you've been living, right, and if you're going through a similar situation with family, like your mom, or your dad, or anything like that, um, hold on to Psalm 2710, it says, even if, my father and mother abandoned me the lord will will hold uh, will hold me close the niv version says though my though my father and mother forsake me the lord will receive me so no matter who's in your corner whether you got one really good friend one really good sister or a whole bunch of people or absolutely nobody God is always going to be with you. You just have to call out to him. You just have to call out to him. And that was one of the things that I have learned and have learned like looking back on my life. Because when I look back at the years and I know that I have like skimmed, like if I try to go in deep, 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 like I'm like, okay, it's already 53 minutes in, <laughs> you know, but if I try to go deep, 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 we'll be here for hours. So this is just like... Mm, like I said, I did not write a script. I did not write anything. I totally just spoke from my heart and what I was feeling and what I was led to speak about, you know? But looking back on my life and all these things that have happened, I was never really alone because God was with me. He made a way even when I didn't think that there was a way. Even when I even when I was not praying to him or believing in him and I was doing all the worldly things because this is the thing about God that I want you guys to understand God is not a human he is not like us he does not one hold grudges number two he doesn't make us beg right he doesn't put tally marks. He doesn't remind us. This is the thing, how good God is. He has so much compassion, so much grace, so much mercy for us. And when you ask for forgiveness, he is done deleted. He, he's not going to remember it. He, he doesn't hold on to it. So you know who holds on to your stuff? You do. You hold on to it. You remind yourself. I did this. I can't believe I did this when I was younger. I can't believe that I slept around like this. I can't believe that I got drunk. I can't believe that I have children with, you know, so many men or blah, blah, blah. Or I've slept around with so many men and done this and done that. You hold on to that. But baby girl, you can just pray to God and repent. And he's going to forget about it. And you got to start letting it go. Ask God to heal your heart. Ask God to just work in you. I'm telling you, your girl Maddie was a hot mess. <laughs> 
and I can laugh about it now because I'm like God you're so good and you're so awesome because you are using me in ways that four years ago I would have never thought possible four years ago I would have never imagined my life the way that it is now from drinking sleeping around you know all this stuff all this crazy stuff the abusive relationship that I was in with Aiden's dad and just the craziness you know the the enemy trying to take a grip of my life dangling in front of my face and my ears saying that I wasn't enough saying that I wasn't beautiful saying all these things all these lies if I would have just accepted that would I be where I'm at if I would have never let God work in my heart if I would have never just trusted you know my friend you know Aiden's teacher when she said just just come to you know come to church on Sunday my daughter's getting baptized and I was like okay and again one thing about me I give you my word you got my word I'm gonna do it you know if something comes up then I'll be like hey something came up or forgive me I couldn't you know go through with that you know because remember none of us are perfect you know but I keep my word and I kept my word and I remember like I said walking to into church and just boohoo crying and just saying god thank you <laughs> thank you lord thank you because i knew that he is so faithful and not saying that this christian walk is easy but it is easier when you truly surrender and you just trust god with your life and that no matter where you've walked through that where he's taken you is so much greater. Um, I don't know. It's coming to my mind right now. Romans. Stand by. Let me open my Bible. Um, okay. Romans 8. 18 I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us so what you are going through right now babe doesn't even compare to the beauty that's on the next on the other side what's in the next season for you what you are going through right now this suffering this pain that's that's pure like God is purifying you pruning you removing friends from you you know it doesn't even compare to the glory it doesn't even compare to his goodness that's about to happen in your life alright guys I think that this is a good point to wrap up you know um, I just want to say thank you for listening and tuning in week after week episode after episode i appreciate all of you and i hope you all have a blessed week if you are enjoying these podcasts please subscribe and send this to anyone who may need to hear this for more of the daily dose of my life and also see my two beautiful little boys follow me on instagram and to see the face behind the voice go ahead and follow on life underscore with underscore maddie underscore Thank you guys and stay blessed.